Asking an expert might be the worst thing you can do. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. I have love-hate relationships with a number of uh, media outlets. New York Times, Washington Post, uh, The Atlantic, definitely. The magazine for intellectually advanced types, I think. I've, I've been getting it in print for years, and I think I'm going to stop. Well, aren't you it, hoity-toity? It annoys the crap out of me. Aren't you something? You have copies of The Atlantic laying around on coffee tables around your house, do you? <laughs> Taking breaks from discussing New Yorker cartoons. I, I'm not pretentious. I just have a copy in my solarium and another in my wine cellar. <laughs> uh, but, you know, they do long-form stuff. And, like, you remember that, that piece by uh, Height and Lukianoff about the... Um, but the, what was the title of that one? Was that coddling the coddling of, it, of yeah. the American mind? Yeah, yeah it's absolutely fabulous about how we're teaching our college kids to be mentally ill uh, you because know, we are right. Well, yeah, it's it's undeniably true. But so they have really great stuff. But it, it's just become just a super lefty Trump's an idiot, and anything to the right of Bernie Sanders is not acceptable. They fired the brilliant Kevin Williamson before he'd written, written a word for him because they're. Listeners revolted, and I just I find it so damned annoying. On the other hand, they have a lot of really good stuff like this, and it's uh, a long article in the Atlantic. But I repeat myself: um, it's a longish piece on how it's so hard to predict the future. Even the the greatest experts uh, predicting the future uh, is very difficult and almost always wrong. And what they found out was, um, and this this one scientist did an enormous study on predictions and different ways to predict and different people trying to predict. And I'll I'll cut to the punchline here, but Does this got to do with hover cars. My son brought up hover cars at the dinner table the other day, and I had to say hover what hover cars hover cars. Oh, I had to my. say to my son, they have been promising me hover cars right. since I was your age. Right. Yep. They've been predicting that for a long time. Don't hold your breath. But so, um, and and they they go into detail on this, and it's quite good. But here's here's the punchline. The experts, and they were doing the various, you know, what what would the currency exchange rate be? Uh, Cold War developments, all sorts of stuff they studied. The experts were by and large horrific forecasters. And the areas of specialty, the years of experience, their access to classified information made no difference. They were bad at short-term forecasting and bad at long-term forecasting. What they figured out was experts become so tied to their theories that they have enormous uh, confirmation bias and they can't be talked out of them. Even in the space, in the even in the face of contradictory that information, surprise me. And the best group, the best way to predict is you get a group of people who know a little about a lot of different things, but are really curious, and have them just go out and figure out, learn all they can, and have them get together and say, "I saw this," and the other guy says, "Really, I saw that." And have them hash it out, and those people are way, way, way more accurate forecasting than the so-called experts. And one of the most interesting things was they talked about um, 
Oh, what were the two things? Um, the f- they referred to the just the regular. Oh, experts are hedgehogs, deeply and tightly focused, and the 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 civilians they called foxes because they just ran about looking for information. They found out that the foxes were way better at it, and this was my favorite part. Um, they found that when Oh, they told me that when making an argument, foxes often use the word however, while hedgehogs favored moreover, and that if they ran into new information or information that contradicted what they thought, the hedgehogs would not budge or double down, and the fox-type people would say, oh, wow, okay, huh, and they would be glad that their premise was contradicted. And it turned out those people are just way, way better at, at forecasting. And that reminds me of so much of academia these days and like your your fake social sciences who are preaching this corrosive, poisonous stuff to the kids, back to Lukianoff and Haidt. And those people most likely understand real human beings much less or, or much worse than if you just got 15 people together and asked them. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not like an anti-intellectual type or... Or, you know, uh, but Book I think there's for, something there. For, for dummies. No, no. That's what you're um, saying. That's not exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. It's no. not surprising to me if you ask ask a military expert to predict something about the future, they see it through the eyes of military conflict and might not be thinking about demographics or social norms or whatever else that's going to have a bigger impact. Right. And the other way around. Well, you know, oh, I left out one thing. The hedgehogs, the experts. Um... Some, when confronted with information that contradicted their theories, actually went further in that direction. They updated their theories in the wrong direction. Their stubbornness and pride was so interfering oh. with their 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 conscience or their uh, their intellect. Um, they became even more convinced of the original beliefs that had led them astray. The f- best forecasters, by contrast, viewed their own ideas as hypotheses in need of testing. If they make a bet and lose, they embrace the logic of a loss just as they would the reinforcement of a win. This is called, in a word, learning. But the more prideful and so-called expert an expert was, the less they had any interest in learning. Hmm. You'd think we'd be better at it because almost anything big that happens, once it happens, you can look back and connect all kinds of dots that make it seem inevitable. Yeah. Whatever it is. Economic downturns, wars, whatever. Yeah. You know what I say? Hindsight is excellent. <laughs> it's better than average vision. That's a really good saying. Yeah, it is. So it catches on. So how do you deal with this knowledge? I mean, I'm not going to go like ask you guys to look at a mole and <laughs> figure out whether it's cancerous or not. Because um, you do need experts for some things, I think. I just well, I, I announced this on the air several years ago. I uh, got a, I gave up on the idea that there are experts in anything that anybody knows more about it than I do. Outside of like, <laughs> out of like, outside of like specific sciences, right? Like mechanics or sciences, that's a different thing. But just in general thing, I gave up on the idea that anybody knows more about it than I do because they don't, and I don't know more about it than them. Mm. You're as likely to be right as they are. About all kinds of different things. The distance between amateur and expert with the information age and the internet being what it is is shorter than it's ever been before, too. Somebody can 
reasonably educate themselves on a lot of complex things in a fairly short amount of time, specifically compared to times gone past. And I would argue that in a lot of fields, what you learn or the time you spent getting from, say, really solid knowledge, because you're into it to a degree, and then from a degree to a master's degree and from a master's degree to Ph.D., I would argue in a lot of fields that knowledge is either useless or counterproductive. You end up like these hedgehogs. You become so in love with the, right. the theories right. because you spent so damn much time and money getting them yeah. that you you can't you can't admit, oh, that's totally wrong. Wow, the world is much more complicated and unpredictable than I thought. Experts don't do that. So, yeah, when if wanna... you're trying to make decisions at the top of a company or you're the president or whatever, you're almost always surrounded by experts. Yeah giving you advice yeah uh, yeah I, I mean if, if i'm elon musk i, I want to get 15 20 people in a room or one at a time or uh, although that they say a big the falcon room <laughs> the the way to do it is is put them together on a team and have them go out and independently research and come together and and, and uh, chew the fat and uh, figure out what's going on well, so, but I'd, I'd have elon go ask a bunch of regular people uh, what's the best way to market these cars or where are they going to catch on or what's the future look like and come up with a better answer than experts. Well, it's, it's like President Trump trying to, trying to make the decision about hitting back at Iran. He had a whole bunch of people, all of them experts, mm-hmm. all of them with different viewpoints and apparently went from one to the other to the, to the other to the other to the other and they did not all agree. Right. And so at some point, it's going to fall on your shoulders, and yeah. maybe. And based on this, we are better off with a regular person that yeah. doesn't have any of those areas of expertise making the final decision. Right, right. You don't want to admit that the doctrine of whatever the hell is is no longer relevant or never was or whatever. So I don't know. So Joe doesn't believe in book learning is the long and short of the whole thing. Well, I'd like to burn books. Big giant pile of books. Oh yeah, right oh. in the middle of an intersection. Burn them all. Oh. Burn them. Oh. Burn the books. <laughs> Burn then next the witches. What's, Clearly, what's witches that? What's that saying you came up with? I'm going to start throwing that around. Hindsight is, is like better, better than, than average, average vision. vision. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of truth to that. <laughs> well, uh, I guess that's it.